0: Welcome to the first edition of the Tennessee Trucking Association podcast. Hi, I'm Greg Thompson, and I'm proud that my company, MissingWordSolutions.com is an allied member of the Tennessee Trucking Association. Through the TTA podcast, We plan to meet a cross-section of people involved with trucking throughout the state of Tennessee while covering key issues that are important to the TTA membership. In our first series of recordings, we'll be taking an in-depth look at the TTA's Call on Washington, a trip that took place in early April of 2017. During this particular series, we'll be hearing from Dave Manning, the president of TCW. And this fall, Dave will become the chairman of the American Trucking Associations. We'll also be speaking to Titan Transfer founder, Tommy Hodges, who himself is a former ATA chairman. To get a driver's perspective on the call on Washington, we'll be speaking with Robert Crabtree of Avert Express, who is also a member of the Tennessee Trucking Association road team. And you'll also be hearing from Todd Womack, who serves as the Chief of Staff to United States Senator Bob Corker of Tennessee. Todd will be sharing his thoughts on the importance of getting face-to-face meeting time in DC with groups like the TTA. Now, to get our series covering the TTA's Call on Washington started, we spent some time with TTA President and CEO Dave Hunter Yeager, who reinitiated the TTA's participation in the national program in the mid-2000s when he began leading the organization. After talking with Dave a bit offline about the history of TTA's involvement in the Call on Washington, I started our podcast conversation with Dave by asking him to discuss some of the benefits that TTA sees as an organization with its participation in the annual Call on Washington. Here's what Dave had to say. What do you guys get out of it as an association? What benefits have you seen from the effort that you make with the Call on Washington? It's something that our
1: executive committee saw a need to do. It is something that is certainly worthwhile and has proved very, very beneficial over the last 10 years that we've done it. We're certainly a very fortunate association that we have such a great group of engaged members. We're in the process of uh, gaveling in our third ATA chairman in the time that I've been at the association. late Pat Quinn from U.S. Express was a chairman. Tommy Hodges was a chairman. And now Dave Manning from PCW will be a chairman. And I think that the fact that our delegation has that kind of engaged members in the American Trucking Association lends a lot of credence to when we go up there and talk to folks. Since we have so many folks in our membership that are engaged at the national level, that gives some power to our voice when we go.
0: The fact that you guys have got those people, as you mentioned, Dave Manning, who we'll be hearing from on the podcast, we also spoke with Tommy Hodges, you're also bringing in new folks because I'm sure that seeing those guys go up there on a regular basis and getting involved gets other people involved in the association. And can you talk about that a little bit?
1: We've had as many as 24 folks year but that makes it you know very comfortable for the group that goes even if you're a first time attendee. That's what you get is when we'll break it into three groups by different sections of the state, east, middle and west. Matter of fact we've done four groups, two gone to southeast as well. What that does is you get people who are very comfortable in the role of leading a group. So that makes it pretty comfortable for a new person who's going and it allows a lot of folks to get in on the conversation. Obviously each one of them have different issues that impact the businesses that they run. But we have a group of two or three key items that we try to cover in each one of the meetings each year that we go up there. ATA helps us with that as
0: well. Well, I know this year you guys were talking about infrastructure a good bit. That's something that is part of the national conversation with the change in administration. It's some thought that investment in infrastructure is going to come, so to be able to articulate your thoughts about that as an industry has to be important, I would think. It is, Greg. We've been
1: talking about infrastructure funding for ever since we started going up there. So we've been beating the drum for a very long time. And this year we were able to tie in what's going on in the state legislature as well and and make sure they understand that we're involved in that talk back home. F4A was another big item that all the motor carriers who went are interested in getting solved. And that was another key issue for us to discuss
0: with them as well. Let's talk a little bit about the value of FaceTime because these issues are things that folks in the trucking industry deal with, work with every day. They're not something that legislators have on the top of their minds, but by having FaceTime making the effort to get there, talk to me about that and about how important it is to have FaceTime, the value of it, and maybe an example that you saw in this past visit that FaceTime really brought an issue out to light and kind of delivered an aha moment for those legislative assistants that you spoke with. Every one of the carrier members that you speak with, TTA members that you speak with on this trip, will talk about the importance of relationships. And our business is built on
1: that, not only with our customers, but with our people. And I think that's really what these visits serve to do. You create relationships. Maybe not with the member of Congress every single time, but the staffers who work for that congressman, for Congresswoman, they're very, very important on the particular issues. Each of the senators have a, a transportation liaison, so do the members of Congress. On the House side, they have one as well well. And I think it serves to forge those relationships that can, can be gotten back to time and time again when a senator or a representative have a question about an industry person or about an industry issue. Since we've gone up there, since they put a name of the face, since they know people in that Tennessee Trucking Association group that comes up there, they do not hesitate to call us and ask us specific questions about it. I think my aha moment, I guess, Greg, is again this year, we took road team captains with us. We started that probably five years ago and And when those three folks spoke, Robert Crabtree, Scooter Fleener, and Danny Smith, when those three folks spoke in any one of the meetings that they were in, you could see the representative... Almost get up on the edge of their chair because they want to listen to the folks who are out there where the rubber actually meets the road. And the fact that we've taken them with us, I think, certainly excites the road team captain, but I think it, it really has meant something to the delegation members that we brought them along and they can talk to someone who actually does the job for us every single day. Well, the
0: drivers that you have there, as you said, they do the job every day. And these legislative assistants and the liaisons, they're really the eyes and ears of the Congress people and the senators. So, for them to hear Robert Crabtree, for instance, who we'll be hearing from on the podcast, talk about 4A, and maybe the legislative assistant and the senator or the congressman might not think that an additional 30-minute break in a day is a big deal. But it is a big deal, and it throws off the rhythm of that day, and to have inconsistent rules across the country is not a good idea, but to have someone like Robert explain that to them has to have a tremendous amount of value. It is.
1: watch them work. Watch them work when they're behind the wheel, number one, but also watch them work when they're telling the story about what it is uh, they face every single day, be it congestion, be it road condition, be it the rules and regulations that they deal with every day. They can certainly articulate the pain that it causes them and possible solutions to how they could be
0: remedied. And for those out there that might question, well, does this really work? I go back and Tommy and I talked about this in our segment. And I wanted to bring this up with you. The 34-hour restart and the discussions that were going, on about that, the fact that the mandated rules that the FMCSA had put in, the industry had talked about that for a number of years, but you guys and others had gone to Washington, had lobbied, had talked about it, and then on the most recent transportation appropriations bill, there was that legislation that was tacked on to look at the 34 hour restart, and now that is happening, and that would not have happened had folks like you not gone and lobbied about that, not gone up there and had the FaceTime. Can you talk? talk? Talk to me a little bit about that, about, as you said, you build the relationships over the years, you start that conversation, and when something as important as the hours of service come up, and this opportunity happens to present itself, that is a great example of how this works. I
1: think the power of the Call on Washington program for me and the 49 other state counterparts that I have across the country is what got that done, Greg. You think about it, 40 states of the 42 in the Federation are making trips or made trips last year and this year during the Call in Washington program. That's 40 weeks of carrier members going to their delegation, beating the drum week after week after week after week. And the ATA Hill staff, they can paint the picture, but until a group of motor carriers or allied members come up there and say, hey, here's what it means to me every single day that's where the power comes from and when you can do that 30 of the 40 weeks that they're in session and pound that message to someone who votes them into office and you hear that message from someone who votes you into office it's very very impactful and i know that's what got it done last year In the only vehicle that moved our language got added onto it and it remedied a, a real serious situation for a lot of motor carriers
0: let's talk about getting involved the next call in washington is going to be what next april sometime
1: It'll Well, I guess it'll depend on what the key issues are at the time. We went a little earlier than we have in the past. In early April this year, we've gone as late as the last week in April, so we'll see. But that's generally when we'll point towards doing it is the end of the first quarter of next year. So
0: for those who are listening to this and thinking, hey, maybe I want to get involved, talk to them about the value of raising your voice and how they get involved.
1: I talked about doing this probably four or five months ago before we even went. I think this is the way we reach the people who think they may not have a voice in this entire scenario. You'll hear from folks who went. You'll hear from new folks who went. You'll hear from drivers who went. And what I would encourage everyone who's listening to this is to consider what your voice might add to the delegation next year. Don't be bashful. I'm hoping you'll hear from one of the first-time attendees how easy we make it, how easy ATA makes it for us, and how the folks that we're going to call on, they're just like us. They put their pants on on one leg at a time. A lot of them are much much younger than me, but I think that really gives us an opportunity to teach trucking to those folks. And the more relationships we have, the more folks we can take with us, the more new folks we can take with us, the larger this effort will become. And that's what we want it to do. We want it to spread and we want it to be powerful and we want it to be meaningful to the members of the association.
0: Well, Dave, it's also a lot of fun talking to the guys that we've had here on the podcast. Everybody says they really enjoyed the experience. They got a lot out of it. And and There's a lot of camaraderie that's built between the members who go on these trips and valuable information is exchanged. It's not just about opening the eyes and ears of the legislative representatives. It's about kind of exchanging ideas and getting some thoughts out there and coming back a little bit stronger and more engaged as you go back into your day-to-day work. Isn't that right? Yeah.
1: about internal relationships too. And if you could count on someone that you went to call in Washington. Now that you've got a relationship with them, you can pick up the telephone and call them and ask them a question. That's certainly a powerful part of it too. It's not only increasing the relationships we have with the delegation and their staffers, but it's also about improving the relationships we have within the association
0: as well. Thanks again for listening to the Tennessee Trucking Association podcast. You can hear more segments in this series by staying right here with us. If you'd like to come back to the podcast, the full catalog of offerings in this series, as well as other TTA podcast recordings, will be available on the TTA website, tntrucking.org. I would also encourage you to visit tntrucking.org to find out the latest happenings with TTA and how you can get involved in the organization. tntrucking.org is a great resource for anyone involved in trucking within the state of Tennessee. If you'd like to hear or read any of my other work, please visit my website, missingwordsolutions.com. Once again, we appreciate your time and lending an ear to the Tennessee Trucking Association podcast. Keep listening, and let's keep safety first with Every Mile.